right, everybody, get out the little hug drink barrels and Neapolitan ice cream. We're having a birthday party here on the Leftover Pizza Podcast, and I mean that. I really mean that. By the time you're hearing this, Derek will have celebrated his, which birthday is this? 2030? Uh, 29. 29. I got one left. Not 30, so I got one oh. left until I'm officially old. All right. All right. So. <laughs> so, yeah, we do have a birthday here. Derek will be turning 29 on the uh, 10th of November here. So, big happy birthday. Shout out to Derek. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And I do want to make one request. If you are throwing me a birthday party, I am pro hug barrels. You can fuck off with that Neapolitan ice cream, though. I <laughs> I do not want that at my party, okay? <laughs> I just feel like even if you're not going to eat it, it's like uh, the cranberry sauce in a can at Thanksgiving. No one eats it. It just has to be there. Uh, I suppose you're right. My, fa- my favorite thing about Neapolitan ice cream is that old Simpsons joke where Homer says, Hey, Marge, we need more strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate ice cream. And the 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 vanilla and chocolate are both gone, and it's just a strip strawberry. of strawberry left. <laughs> and he throws the strawberry in the trash. It just makes me laugh. It's like, well, why are you getting all three? Just get the other two. Yeah, the strawberry uh, is trash. But, it is. It's it's awful. It's uh, it's not very good. I don't know. The older I get, I guess it's not that bad. But to commemorate my day of birth, the thing that I've really been uh, getting into this year is just thinking about all of the uh, birthdays that I've had in the past, which is a a lot at this point. It's a lot of birthdays, but I've just really been getting nostalgic for all my old parties, maybe some toys that I got when I was a kid, Uh, even even just birthdays from pop culture. You know what I mean? So that's really been what's getting me in the mood this uh, this year, this go around the sun. So I think that should be the theme of the show. We each pull a couple of things that we really kind of associate with birthdays in general. And I think it could be a good, fun, nostalgic little trip. Sounds good. And since you're the birthday boy, you're going to pick who goes first. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. I don't want to go first. You're going first. <laughs> Ronald McDonald and friends in. Party. The night before your birthday, some good friends stay up late to plan the perfect party. We've got to make it great. Oh, they make the hats. They set up games. Then there's one thing left to make. Last of all and best of all, they bake your birthday cake. And when they're done, they disappear. They hope that you won't mind because they've left the perfect party and lots of fun behind. The good time break. So yeah, my first pick of the day here happens to be a memory from, oh, I want to say 1992 or 93. I was probably like three or four years old. My mom decided to throw a birthday party for my older brother at the local McDonald's. So while I don't really remember this much, I do remember it being one of the coolest fucking days of my life. Like, I don't know about you. My siblings and I, we worshipped McDonald's. Like, we fucking loved McDonald's. Anytime we passed by McDonald's, we'd be like, yeah, we need to get french fries and chicken nuggets and all that good stuff. Can we please, please, you know, we would be screaming until we got our McDonald's fix. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, for sure, 100%. It's funny because I was talking about this the other day. As much as I loved McDonald's when I was a kid, I could have given two fucks about the food. I did not want to go to McDonald's to eat. 
All right. I wanted to be there because I loved the building. I loved the play place. Later on, when they started doing it more frequently, I loved the video game kiosks. Oh, yeah. I knew yep. at some point if I could convince my grandparents to take me to McDonald's, it meant that I got to play Nintendo 64 for like a half hour. And it was oh, yeah. guaranteed to be a game that I did not have at home. So, yeah, I was always drawn to the to the Golden Arches. Yeah. So that's funny that you mentioned you weren't really a fan of the food. I didn't like the cheeseburgers and hamburgers. I was more like a McNuggets fan, and that was basically it. Like, chicken nuggets, french fries, orange high C, that's all I needed. Okay, orange high C, yes, absolutely. I think that was the main draw for me, aside from the toys and oh, totally. just the general fun atmosphere, yeah. was the orange high C. Mm-hmm. You and I, we've talked about this. We still get it to this day. I think you oh, and I constantly. both- Almost had a mental breakdown when they took it away from us a few years back. What were they thinking? They weren't. They weren't. So, McDonald's birthday party. Bunch of asshole kids running around. Lots of McDonald's food, of course. Fry and burger slanging for days. (laughs) And I know there was like a cake. I don't really, like I said, I don't remember the specifics. I don't remember if this was provided for McDonald's. Or if we brought it, I'm assuming they would have been like, get the fuck out if we brought our own cake, right? So it had to have been from them. I don't know, because I remember while I never personally had a birthday party there, I went to plenty, my, you know, my fair share of McDonald's birthday parties. And I'm almost positive every time we went to one, somebody was bringing a cake. Really? Okay. So so you could definitely bring your own in. I don't know if it was like an optional thing to get a cake from there. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that they definitely had them that you could order, but I don't know if it was included with the package or not. I don't know what the deal was. Right. Well, well I digress. There was cake there. <laughs> so, there was cake and Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> that I'm not sure. I don't think there was Neapolitan ice cream for that one. There was uh, definitely like cheeseburgers and fries, though. So, yeah, I don't, like I said, keep saying, I don't remember the specifics. I do remember some like McDonald's decor You know, they kind of spiffied it up a little bit because of the birthday. There was balloons and shit like that. What I do remember, though, is a couple of the gifts my older brother got. I'm going to rattle off three of them just really quickly here. So the first one is a a Sony Walkman. And, you know, a kid back in early 90s to get a Walkman, you're kind of hot shit all of a sudden. Uh, Oh, yeah. All the cool kids had Walkmans, dude. I didn't. I wasn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're listening to your old uh, New Kids on the Block tapes, or I guess if you really wanted to be cool, your uh, your Guns N' Roses. No, man. So I actually, for, for this one here, I, I remember taking my brother's Walkman and listening to the Simpsons Sing the Blues tape. Had that. Oh, no way. Yeah, dude. Amazing. Yep. And uh, the Footloose soundtrack. The Footloose <laughs> <So> soundtrack. <random>. <laughs> well, <laughs> just picture you walking down the street listening to Kenny Loggins, like, yeah, That's my life's a movie. I'm hot shit right now, dude. It really was. It really, <laughs> it really was. Uh, the Simpsons, for obvious reasons, I just it was one that we both had, and Footloose because it was the only other tape I could find. <laughs> Did you steal that one from your mom's car? I did. You're like, I'm taking this. And I'm yeah. going on a walk. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ah, so yeah, that was the first gift I remember. The second one, Army Men. It was the first time I ever really remember seeing an Army Men set. Like, I always saw them in, like, other people's rooms and stuff, and I would just, like, quickly glance over them, and, you know, it wasn't a turtle figure, so I didn't care that much. But he got this big, like, a boxed set of Army Men, and it had, like, not just the little figures, it had... 
like little sandbag bunkers and I had a few trucks and a couple of tanks and this thing, I mean, it was huge. It had like rafts, a couple of boats. It just had everything in it. I think it had like a net too. This thing fucking just amazed me for some reason. It really left this like lasting impression for some reason. I know we lost them all really, really quickly, but I that didn't go without me having a lot of fun for the first four hours of using them. So See, that was the thing about the army men is that you who cares about the military? Who cares about being an army man growing up? The whole appeal to the army man figures was that they came with so many. Oh, so yeah. it, it was sort of a cheat. Like you could buy this whole pack or get this whole pack of army men and you get like 30 of them. Or you could get like one normal action figure. And right, it's like right. you don't always want to go for the multi-pack because obviously they have their drawbacks. They're not articulated. It might not be the character that you want to be playing with all the time. But if you're particularly enterprising and one day the mood strikes, it's like, well, I could get 30 toys versus one toy. True. Yeah. So then the, uh, the third gift that I'm going to glance over here uh, real quick, it was a keyboard, the Casio SA21. It was like a beginner's keyboard. I won't go into too much detail because this thing, there's a lot to say about this thing, but it had all the fucking bells and whistles. Uh, it has like a little drum pad on the one side and you could change all the sounds and stuff and... I've been after one for years. I cannot find one. They don't ever pop up on eBay. There's a, a different colored version of it, but this one I had was white and blue. And I don't oh. know, man. There was just something about it. It just was like this really, really cool keyboard. I did find a video of it on YouTube that I do watch frequently every once in a while just to get my fix. So, <laughs> and it's just this dude like pumping through I'm all the sounds. Trying to get my keyboard fix. It's good, man. I'm telling you, like I, I hear some of the sounds that this thing makes, and I'm just like instantly back there. It's so good. It's funny that you bring up a keyboard because I feel like that was also just a standard gift back then. Not necessarily for a birthday, but for Christmas. I I don't know anything. Every kid had one keyboard in the house somewhere. And I don't know if that was because parents wanted us to be musical or if it was just an easy gift or or what the deal was. But yeah, any house that you went into, you would find at least one keyboard. Yeah, I, I completely agree. We had like three and we got them for all different occasions. We got one for Christmas, one for a birthday. I think one even arrived from Easter. I was going to say probably Easter. That seems like a weird Easter gift to give. You know, like what, what do you get on Easter? Yeah, yeah keyboard probably. Yeah. Totally. Candy and a keyboard. But anyways, back to the birthdays at McDonald's. Uh, I truly remember having a blast, even though it wasn't my own birthday. I truly believe that that's the power that McDonald's had in the late 80s, early 90s. They did everything to get kids involved between the Happy Meals and the play places and the birthdays. And dude, it just it's fucking completely different time. It ain't anything like it seems now. Fortunately... They do still do birthday parties, and you can spend anywhere between $55 and $85, depending on what party pack you get. Is that it? That's it. $85? Yeah, totally. Like, that's not expensive at all. I'm about to go on my birthday by myself. <laughs> I have the day off. Just, throw- just give them 85 bucks and say, it's just me. It's just me. Do it. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. Blow them fucking balloons up. What are you looking at? Do it. I want to be. Searching far and wide 
so you talked about a birthday. I figured I might as well talk about a birthday as well. All right. So my mom was really big into the themed birthdays when I was a kid. All right. Like I said, I didn't ever do the McDonald's for myself personally, but that's because she loved planning a party. Okay. Yeah. Loved it. Um, I remember at one point, actually a couple times, uh, she took me, we did a tailgate birthday where we literally packed the entire party up, went to the local college and they had a football team and my dad and her like just made hot dogs and hamburgers for everybody and just like wrapped them up like you do at an actual football game. And then we all saw a football game and, uh, there was another birthday party where we went to the little local double-A hockey team downtown, and she she booked me a hockey birthday. And that one was awesome because my uncle got into a fist fight with the, uh, with the mascot, the guy in the costume. <laughs> so <laughs> Nice. So that tailgate birthday party, they didn't just buy the candy corn for it? They, just, they actually fed people? <laughs> they actually fed people, yeah. Though I'm sure, you know, if the candy corn existed at that point, they still wouldn't have bought it because it was fucking disgusting. <laughs> wasn't that bad. No, it was disgusting. It was it was horrible. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a lot of themed birthday parties. And one of them that uh, stands out in my mind was the most of its time birthday party, I think. And that would have been, I believe, in 1999 when I was turning six my mother threw me a Pokemon-themed birthday party. Ooh. Three years after they came out. So it's like peak Pokemon, basically. I was going to say, as you might have recalled, Grimey, this was basically in the height of Pokemania. And I can guarantee you this Christmas, because I have a November birthday, so only a month later, I, that was the Pokemon Christmas, which I think I've mentioned here on the show before, where basically every gift I got was Pokemon. I kind of I can't get over a Pokemon themed birthday party. I never had themed birthday parties really. It was always just kind of like, well, we're gonna invite all your aunts and uncles over. We're gonna have a fire, and you guys, you little kids, are gonna fucking have fun, and that's it. So a Pokemon birthday party would be pretty wild. I love Pokemon, so it's it's kind of up my alley too. I guess I would have killed for it. Well, see, and that's the thing is that. Yes, it was a themed birthday party, but it is not the Kardashian style themed birthday parties where <laughs> of of these days where they're building like an 18 foot tall Pikachu cake and they're taking pictures yeah. for like millions and millions of people like at that point, And I mean, if I'm being honest through most of my life, birthday parties were never really a friend's affair. Every now and then right. I would, you know, when I got a little bit older, I might have invited like two or three friends from school, but I never had mm -hmm. those friends from school birthday parties where it was just all the kids from my class. You know what I mean? So when I say themed birthday parties, it was what you're saying. It was all of my aunts, all of my uncles, my grandparents, my cousins, because I mean, I'm Italian, dude. I've got a huge, oh, yeah, yeah. huge family. So it was basically like, even with just limiting it to family, there was easily 40, 50 people at all of our birthdays. Like, jam yeah. Those are some of the best birthdays, though, too. Like, the most memorable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was just me and my cousins going buck wild, having a great time in my, yeah. my basement. Because it was November, a little too cold to be outside most times. So we were just wreaking havoc in my parents' basement for most of oh, these yeah. parties. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> she would go and again, late 90s, kind of the height of Pokemon, but... 
parties weren't ever really the way that they are now where you can get anything and everything at the snap of a finger. So my mom would go. We had this little local place. It was a little party store. It wasn't iParty. It wasn't Party City. It was literally like a small like family-owned party place. And she basically bought every decoration that they had. So she would have bought like paper plates and paper cups I think she had one of those, you know how they've got like the paper center pieces for, for tables? Oh yeah, like the little frilly thing and stuff? Yeah, like the little accordion thing. So like, I'm sure like yeah, yeah. that was sitting on the table. She probably bought like a, a, a plastic temporary tablecloth that had like Pikachu oh, yeah, printed yeah. all over it or something. And yeah. she definitely, definitely, definitely bought balloons and... The banners, because I remember specifically there being a Pokemon, you know, like pennant banner type of a thing. So all the the typical birthday supplies. Yeah, the, the, exactly. The, the perfect movie-esque birthday. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what it was. It was just all of that stuff thrown together, uh, you know, all over the house. But the real, real piece de resistance was that she had found this woman who made cakes, but they were specialty cakes. And again, these were oh, nice. 90s specialty cakes, not 2010 specialty cakes where fucking Buddy the Baker is over there sculpting the Michelangelo <laughs> out of fucking fondant, okay? No, these were right, right. these were the Wilton sheet cake pans. The little bastards that you just like stipple a whole bunch of little icing pieces on, basically. Exactly. So it was a molded pan, and then she would just exactly just dot the icing to actually make the yeah. Pikachu. So and and this oh. is what blows my mind. It wasn't even the Pikachu that was in the anime that that was on the cake. It was like the fat Pikachu that was on the Pokemon cards. Oh, nice, nice. You know what I'm uh, talking like the about? Red cheeks and everything. Yeah, very yeah. nice. Uh, Pokemon everything and for this particular birthday I also remember my mom actually took me to the Warner Brothers store back when that was still a mm. thing and let me pick out a couple Pokemon VHS tapes that uh, she would give to me for my birthday at that that very party so yeah everything and anything at that birthday party my sixth birthday was Pokemon themed from the cake to the decorations to my gifts, and I'm sure I even had an Ash Ketchum hat on at some point because I definitely had one of those, so, yeah. Very nice. Height of my sixth birthday, Pokemania. This is where, this is where you separate the men from the boys. There you go. All right, Derek, for this next one, I want to talk a little bit about a favorite movie of mine, Uncle Buck. And it's it's been a hot minute since I've mentioned anything Uncle Buck, and that's a lot coming for me because it's one of my favorite films. So everyone knows the scene, the birthday breakfast scene. It's Miles, his nephew's birthday, and he's hanging out over this like makeshift fucking metal sheet that's over top of his stove and he's got like a galvanized tub full of pancake batter next to him 
and he's making these giant pancakes. It's just him like messing around in the kitchen and he has this giant shovel to like kind of flip the pancakes oh, yeah. over when they're done on one side. It just, oh my God, the whole scene is incredible. And then the kids come down and they see this giant fucking stack of pancakes on this table and the, the the whole place is decked out and like birthday ribbons and and streamers and balloons and he's popping confetti and shit and if you haven't seen this movie you're already underestimating how big these fucking pancakes are i guess some chef out there came up with the amount of ingredients that it would take to make this and it boils down to 300 grams of plain flour 200 grams of caster sugar, 400 milliliters of milk, 9 medium free-range eggs, 100 grams of unsalted butter, and 15 grams of vegetable oil. Wow, only 9 eggs? I know, that, that, that seems part like kind of got eggs. me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I was thinking that too. It was like, I, I feel like there'd be a lot more eggs in there, especially if you're making, you know, whatever type of pancake you're making. Like, I, the ones I make, for just me, I put one egg in, and I eat like three pancakes. It's, yeah, I use a dozen eggs add up. per pancake, if I'm being honest. I just, you know. Right, right. And the butter on top, it's just like <laughs> it's just like a whole block of butter. Oh, it's such a fucking mess. It and looks like a big hunk of cheddar cheese on there, if you're being honest. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. The first time I watched this scene when I was a kid, this wasn't appetizing to me. I didn't really like pancakes to begin with. And just thinking about these pancakes sitting there and like stewing in their own syrup for however long just kind of was like oh they're fucking like oh, just yeah, disintegrating right now oh, you know no. they are no that's when a pancake is at its best is when it's totally soaked through i i don't understand how people can eat pancakes that aren't soaked through or even waffles for that matter like i don't ever want to know that this was made of flour do you know what i mean like i want this to be right, borderline right. oatmeal well see that's how i am now obviously now that i'm you know a grown-ass adult but before I don't know. There was a lot of things that breakfast foods, especially that really turned me off as a kid, like cereal. I didn't like the idea of cereal getting soggy. It had to be crunchy and Fair. new. And I was that kid that ate cereal without milk half of the time, even though I loved milk, like I could drink a gallon of milk. But yeah, pancakes was one of them things that just didn't sit right with me for some reason. But I still thought that this was fucking cool seeing ginormous pancakes sitting on the table. And the way he has the dining room set up, it's like Derek's birthday, but like 20 times the amount of the stuff that Derek's oh, birthday Oh, yeah, 100%. Has. This puts Pokemon <laughs> birthday to shame. Oh, my God. It's so good. And I just, you know, I know it's a movie and they're just making it seem like the birthday's over the top and all that. But I want to live in this scene. Well, maybe if you uh, give McDonald's 85 bucks, you, you could uh, roll the dice and see if it makes your dreams come true, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it might, it might. You know, you might be onto something. I'm thinking, you know, I've got a couple more months until my birthday's come around again. I'll, I'll have to try the old McDonald's. But anyways, so then there's another scene. It turns out that the, uh, Miles' mom orders a clown. And there's three other kids with Miles in the room. Buck's like, yeah, you know, the clown will be here any minute. And the kids are all kind of, you know, you can tell they're not thrilled about it. They don't think clowns are cool. And so the clown arrives and it already kind of seems like 
Buck is going to kind of turn him away, tell him, you know, I didn't really order you. Here's money. Just like get the hell out of here. I don't want my nephew's reputation to be uh, doomed because of you being here. And right before he even gets to that, he notices that he's had a couple of drinks in him and the clown is smashed and, and they get into this altercation and Buck doesn't punch him once, but twice straight in the clown nose. And each time you hear this like clowny kind of horn, each time he punches him, it's, it's pretty hysterical. Oh yeah. It's that, that it's, classic clown horn noise as soon as he punches oh, yeah. him square in yep. the nose. Is this any, does this uh, remind you anything of your uncle getting into a fight with a mascot or bringing <laughs> back uh, some some memories? Eh, you know, uh, just a few. It's, uh, you know, a little bit. Slightly reminiscent. Yeah, to be fair, this clown, he's kind of like, I'm not afraid of clowns, but this one's actually kind of creepy. He looks very much... Uh, along the lines of like the terrifier clown, Art the Clown. Mm. He, he's got that mm. real scary, spooky vibe about him where I wouldn't want to see this guy in a dark alley. Yeah, totally. But yeah, all around, this is one of my favorite John Candy films. Rest in peace, John Candy. If you haven't watched this one before, give it a watch. I know you've watched it before, and I say this every time I talk about a film, but uh, watch it anyways, just to reminisce. Boy, take a look at all those presents. I can't see a thing. Yes, sir, we're next month's garage sale fodder for sure. Any dinosaur-shaped ones? Oh, for crying out loud, they're all in boxes, you idiot. They're getting bigger. Wait, there's a nice little one over there. <laughs> all right, all right. If I send out the troops, will you all... All right, so I'm really, really glad that you brought up Uncle Buck because it got me thinking about some movies and some birthday scenes particularly in those movies and there's always one that I go back to I know that you always go back to Uncle Buck the one that always sticks out in my memory and has since I was a kid is the original Toy Story I'm talking about Andy's birthday party oh it's not Ghostbusters I thought it was going to be Ghostbusters (sighs) He-Man (laughs) He-Man No, I'll save that for the next one, or I'll, I'll I'll give it to you for the next one if we do a birthday show part two. How about that? Okay, fair. So, Toy Story. So, Toy Story is a movie that I've been watching literally since it came out, and I was at the perfect age when that movie came out because I think I was literally three years old. So, that just spoke to me in childhood like nothing else could because I was like, wow toys what if the toys came to life what if they're like good you know what i mean so it just it, it was just perfect it was the perfect movie oh for yeah me. yeah i agree and I, I was uh probably seven or eight when this movie came out it's fair to say that it reached the vast majority of children at that time this movie it was just something completely different completely new and it just felt like a breath of fresh air if i will say so myself it's such a good film and it's Easily one to go back to. Oh, absolutely. I I revisit it all the time. Um, Not so much the later ones, but definitely the first two are are just in my constant rotation. They're excellent. But this is a birthday show. So why am I talking about Toy Story? Well, I mentioned Andy's birthday. So I'm a very impressionable child, you know, three years old. I see this birthday that they're throwing Andy, and it's just always stuck in my mind. Uh, There is something about... The way that the toys are looking down outside of the house when all the kids are showing up. And they're looking at the packages that they're bringing in. I was always so jealous of the gifts that they're bringing Andy just based on the the wrapping paper alone. Like, these are the most beautifully wrapped gifts that, at that point, I'd ever seen. Of course, 
it's just a computer program. So they're just doing, <laughs> they're just doing squares and cubes perfectly. That's why they look so perfect. They're just throw, <laughs> throwing a texture on top of a cube. Oh yeah. And I want to go a step further and say, not just jealous of Andy's presence that he's getting, but the whole premise of his room and his toy collection in general. I mean, this kid has it all. He's got so many different iconic toys. And this is like the first scene after the opening credits, basically. So, like, what a way to start the film off to begin with. It really sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Absolutely. I just want to say, Andy's mom, kicking ass. Single mom, I assume. Just affording this house, two kids on her own. And then he just has, like, the most stacked toy shelves I've ever seen. Like up to that oh, point. Yeah. Are yep. you kidding me? This this, this mom, mm-hmm. uh, congrats, Andy's mom. You're, you're just doing it. Yeah. And she sounds kind of hot too. <laughs> yeah. You know, what do they call them these days? Girl boss? I think she's a girl boss. A girl boss. You're probably <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, you know, throughout the beginning of this movie, we see all well, the presents get brought in, obviously. And then we get little tiny glimpses of the party as it's actually happening. And again, oh, yeah. they're very similar to, to the parties that I had growing up. It, it wasn't overly decorated. Uh, you know, there's a couple ribbons and balloons here and there. But uh, there was just something about his birthday party where I wanted to attend it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I didn't need it to be my birthday party because they were so similar to my birthday parties. But right. I think I mentioned I didn't really have friends over. Uh, I would just have my cousins, right? And that's all that Andy's birthday party is, was a friend birthday. He just had like 20 kids running around that house just destroying things. And yeah. that was just so appealing to me. I was like, oh, man, I want to be in there with those guys. Yeah, he had that one kid, Benji, over who Ham doesn't care for at all. Or no, Potato Head doesn't care for him. There's that one part where he's <laughs> like, Benji, who invited that kid? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. I love that the toys oh, sometimes so have beef with just random things like a kid, you know, down the street. Yeah. Poor poor Benji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and just one more quick thing to note, uh, not super birthday related here, but the opening of this movie, I'm taking the opportunity here because when, who knows when I'm ever going to get to talk about this again, but, um, Andy is playing with Woody and he leaps into the reclining chair and starts spinning around with Woody in the reclining chair and then puts Woody in front of the reclining portion oh, yeah. and then pulls the recliner and then shoots Catapults Woody. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just me or did you try to do that for a long time too? Because I spent a good portion of my childhood trying to do that. So I never had like a lazy boy when I was a kid. Didn't have any of those ones that kicked out. Uh, as much as I wanted to try this, I did not have the opportunity unless I was over at my grandmother's house. And while I was there, I was heavily watched. So, uh, no, okay. I did not get a chance to attempt that. So, all right. I'm glad that you brought that up because I also did not have one of those in my house. But okay. my grandparents did have that. And I had a set that definitely would have done what your grandparents did and watched you like a hawk. But my other set, they didn't give a shit. They're like, here, here's some scissors. Just run around. (laughs) Yeah. Well, literally. (laughs) But no, I I had my very own Woody doll. And whenever I would go to their house, I would put Woody in front of the recliner and try to catapult him across the room. And I'm sad to report back that it never worked. Doesn't work, huh? A little movie magic was used there. But uh, yeah, Andy's birthday party from Toy Story. I just, I want to live in there. Hey, girls. 
knock, 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 knock. Dad alert. Sorry to interrupt the sleepover. I just wanted to talk to you girls. I don't want to single anyone out or embarrass anybody, but uh, something happened upstairs. <gasps> the pizza came? Uh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a little different. It's, it's We're going to head back to 2001. This is be my 12th birthday party. It's just a memory that I have. So I had a bunch of kids over, one of my cousins and probably like six of my neighborhood friends. It wasn't really a planned birthday party as much as it was just like a hangout fest with kids after the birthday party already happened. So like we had cake and ice cream and all that stuff. My family members, they all came the previous day. This was a day for me and the boys to do hood rat shit. So <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> at 12, you're, you're right on that, that cusp of being yeah. little shitheads. Little oh man. Lords. Yeah. And that's, that's <laughs> exactly what we were. So I remember the whole morning thinking, you know, the fucking boys are coming. So I have to like provide. And I had, uh, like a paper out or whatever at that point in time. And I had, I think maybe a little over or under 30 bucks and I spent all of it on like 25 cent candies, drinks, chips, dip, and like little Deb snack cakes and a thing of beef jerky, just a bunch of fucking garbage to feed all my friends. And I'm sure like if I would ask my, my mom or whatever for money, she would have gave it to me, but I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm grown ass man. I'm 12 years old. I have a paper out. <laughs> I'm providing for my That's friends right. here. Okay? The homies are coming over and we're going to fucking party. So to the store I went with $30 well spent. And I'm pretty sure we ate all of it before the actual sleepover portion happened. Like well before five o'clock, it was all gone. Yeah, there was like seven or eight teenagers all hopped up on like junk food, being idiots in my bedroom. Some things that we did at the sleepover. Now this was, you know, 2001, right when like how caller ID and stuff was like just happening, I feel like. So we were prank calling all kinds of people that we knew and some that we didn't. And it didn't amount to anything. It was like one of my buddies was like, hello, is Jasper there? And then just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Just a quick, <laughs> no, like nothing quippy or anything, nothing uh, carefully thought out, just a bunch of kids being idiots. I remember eventually getting hungry again. So we had to like walk down to the store again. And I think we grabbed like pizza rolls or whatever and like a few oh, sodas. Yes. You know, the good sleepover stuff. Oh. <sighs> I, I I am just going to profess my love for Totino's pizza rolls right now. Oh, dude, Totino's pizza rolls are mm. so good, so good. And I still Even buy to them. this day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand adults who are like, ew, pizza <laughs> rolls. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is one of the great delicacies in life. Come dude, on. It is. And they haven't, like, changed at all, I feel like. They might have maybe gotten a little bit smaller and they might not fill them as much, but like the essence is still there. They haven't changed much at all. Yeah. Recipe is the same. So you are essentially eating the same thing. It's not like everything else in our lives that they've tried to make marginally more healthy by removing this yeah. or like adding that or sneaking in vegetables. It's like, no, mm -hmm. we make disgusting meat pockets <laughs> and you're going to like yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah, you are right. I am going to like it. <laughs> still equally as bad for you to consume, but we do <laughs> yeah. it anyways. <laughs> so those were included. Uh, I'm sure we probably got like a Snapple or like a soda with a cyber lizard on it or something like mm. <laughs> <laughs> cyber <cry>. lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one thing I do remember for sure was there. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of it. They still make it today, but it's a little bit different packaging. Uh, Mystic drinks. 
Do you remember Mystic? Mystic drinks. Mystic oh, I don't think drinks. I. I don't think I sent this picture to you. Hold on a second. I'll send you the photo I have. All right. When you get this image, tell me what you're looking at. What it looks like to you. Well, it sort of looks like a condiment bottle. Um, it's a little bit pointy. It, it's like a normal bottle at the bottom, but it sort of comes up and it's pointy, and then it gets kind of cut off. Like think of a Coke bottle, but if they cut the top third of the Coke bottle off before they finish the, right, the right. nozzle, so. Doesn't it kind of resemble, and I'm assuming that's why they changed the design, doesn't it kind of look like an alcoholic drink, like a wine cooler or something? It definitely does. Okay, I, I'm so glad that you said that, because there was something about it, and I just couldn't put my finger on it, but yeah, no, it totally looks like a wine cooler or something. Right. So, I don't know if it was just my group of friends that were idiots like this or not, because they take like a sip of an energy drink, and all of a sudden they were bouncing off the walls and really acting up on it, like it was uh-huh. you know, doing things to them. Well... I remember buying a few of these, and we all acted like we were drunk. <laughs> like, we got a couple oh sips God. in us, a couple, yeah, we were real cringy little 12-year-old kids, and like, <laughs> we went to the park, and we were running into, like, the slide, and just really acting a fool, and like, I don't know what we were, we weren't thinking, evidently, we were just being idiots. Oh, uh, you don't at 12, you don't think, you barely think at 20, you know? Right. So, those were a couple of things we did. Uh, after we loaded up, and we ended up going back to my house, I remember watching Titanic, a couple of times and it wasn't just to watch the movie it was to rewind and fast forward Mm. to the part you know where there's just rose tits just hanging out (laughs) it might have like been the first time one or two kids saw tits before and i'm (laughs) sorry to the parents (laughs) and then uh we ended up playing some uh baseball for the nintendo i mean it's, it's 2001 it's well over the nintendo but like I still had one. Everyone still yeah. remembered how to play it. We all played. And basically the rest of the night was us just being noisy. And it was probably two o'clock in the morning. My mom came up at least three or four times within the hour. It's like, all right, you little fuckers. Like, you guys got to go to bed now. And like, we just never did. We'd get quieter. And then it would get louder again. And she'd be back up. And that happened at least three or four times until it was finally like most of us were half out of it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's something to say about sleep overs at birthday parties of the past i don't know what it would be like now i don't know if it's just like a bunch of kids doing the same shit or if they're just all sitting on the couches on their phone but there was something about that it was just a better time and i'm glad that we were able to mention it now because there's not too often a time where i can just spew about these things yeah you know the good old days when you could bully in person versus cyberbullying <laughs> you know <laughs> totally totally <laughs> I've got a question for you. What's that? What are your feelings on rats? Rats? Well, I, I mean, you know, Splinter's kind of a rat, so he's cool, I guess. Uh, I don't necessarily like them in my house. Wait, where are you going with this? Okay, so what, what, you don't like rats, but what if I told you that a rat was going to provide you video games and subpar pizza and prizes? 
Does this pizza happen to look like it was all put back together from other different slices of pizza? (laughs) (laughs) That's been unproven. That's not proven. (laughs) 1,000 angry comments that never happened. It's just a theory. So, yes, you're mentioning, what, Chuck E. Cheese? Is this where you're going with it? Yeah, that's right. Charles E. Cheese himself. Sure. Or as I used... <laughs> no, I, I, I'm being 100% serious here. I used to call him Chucky the Rat. I was Chucky petrified of this guy. Chucky petrified the Rat. of Chucky the Rat. Um, I mean, mainly... I, look at him. He's fucking scary. Yeah, he's totally <laughs> scary. I mean, the new iteration... Much friendlier. It's really lame. Yeah. He's, he's really lame. Yeah. Like, I will say, there was a lot of character to the old right. Chuck E. Cheese, but uh, he was scary. Like, if you're there and, and you're at Chuck E. Cheese and you're seeing that little animatronic fucker singing some song to you with his dead eyes staring oh, right yeah. into your yep. soul, there is not a there's not a kid in that little birthday room that isn't shitting their pants a little bit, just yeah. worried that he's going to come to life and eat you or something. It's like Silence of the Lambs, so that she she still hears the lambs at night. Dude, I still see the fucking Chuck E. Cheese eyes in my sleep. <laughs> Always see them. And I've never even been there. I've only seen pictures. <laughs> so, yes, I'm glad that you brought that up. So, my next pick here is the Chuck E. Cheese birthday, which throughout the 90s seemed like the most American thing that you could possibly do for a birthday, all right? When I think about 90s birthday parties, this, it, I want to say it goes above McDonald's, like, by a lot, too. Not just, like, a hair, by a ton, because this is, like, the quintessential 90s American kid birthday party is a fucking Chuck oh, E. Cheese yeah. birthday party. A hundred percent. And And so you did mention, so... You've never actually been to a Chuck E. Cheese. You never had the opportunity. Nope. Not once. I've stepped foot around a Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> in a parking oh, lot. Right. Yeah, I think the parking <laughs> lot was also home to like a Target or like a, it might have been a Toys R Us or something. I can't remember what store it was, but yeah, never been there. Never been in there. I don't even know where there's one around here anymore. Well, that was going to be my question. So was it for a lack of Chuck E. Cheese locations near you or? So two reasons. That's one. The other one is because my parents hated me. They wished I was oh, dead. So <laughs> that's it. I'm sure. Yeah. No, 100%. That, that's that's the same thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, quick sidebar. Have you ever uh, considered unpacking that in therapy? Oh, I don't know, man. That's, I don't know if I want to open that door. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't tell me that, that it was my parents' fault and that I internalized something. Yeah. I, I think it was my parents' fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it was my parents' fault, but it was my parents' fault. But it was my parents' fault. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, for, for me, on the opposite hand, apparently my parents loved me so, so fucking much that <laughs> that's all I did, it seemed, was go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> so I believe I only ever had one birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe two. Maybe two. But okay. my very first birthday, I know that for certain, was at a Chuck E. Cheese. So I was literally like... A year old at a Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, I don't really have any memories of it. I think that there's some home video of it somewhere, um, but most of my childhood experiences at a Chuck E. Cheese birthday were for the other people in my life, for my cousins, for friends from school. It just seemed like the place to be 
when a birthday was happening. So let me break it down for you a little bit because you didn't ever really get to have the experience. So first and foremost, you'd walk in and you had to be with a parent. You couldn't just walk in by yourself. They would stamp your hand with some UV reactive ink and it would have, I think, the time that you walked in and maybe the date. But you and your parents both had to get stamped. And I think that was their way of making sure that, like, you are leaving with who you're supposed to be leaving with. You know what I mean? Oh, no okay. no yeah. kidnapping going yeah, yeah. on in there. On yeah, their watch, okay? That's smart. My particular Chuck E. Cheese over to the right, that's where they had some of the standard booths and then just a bunch of arcade games. Okay. Uh, mo- mostly for the bigger kids. That's where, like, the normal arcade games were, okay? If you go off to the left-hand side, uh, that's where all of, like, the younger kids' stuff was. So they oh. had a ball pit. Yeah. So they have all kinds of different sections for like different age groups, basically, or whatever your parents would allow you to do. Exactly. They really kind of thought it out because they're like, well, we can't have the little babies mixing and mingling with like the 12 year olds. It's just not going to work. Sure. That makes sense. So off to that side, there was all the the really, you know, like the toddler kind of based games or where they were easier to play. You know, you didn't have to worry about a learning curve. Then there was a giant ball pit. And in addition to the ball pit, like McDonald's, they had those tubes on the ceiling, the little hamster tubes, tube Mm. city, if you will. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I don't know about you, but I was always petrified of those. I I hated it. Uh, Yeah. We didn't have a lot of play places around here. Uh, I think I got to one when I was way too old, but I still played around in it. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. <laughs> He's 17 slinking through a tube. That was like hey! at, at least 14. I know it. Uh, I know oh I was. God. I was just like, wow, this feels dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was the combination of claustrophobia and the fear of heights working together in tandem. That just absolutely was okay. unappealing to me. But all of the adults in my life, thought that that's what kids love to do so that I would always get forced into them for some reason they're like go in the tube it's a good time and you're just like no I'm like I hate this <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck um, so yeah that's that was the left hand side and sort of like right in front of us they had this sectioned off part that was reserved for birthday parties and and there's a lot of long tables over there. So that's where you would get the, the balloons set up and all the pizzas brought out and you do all your, your gift opening. But in that same room, like I mentioned earlier, that's where they had that fucking animatronic band that would sit there with oh, those yeah. dead eyes and yep. sing you weird covers to songs that you've never heard before. Maybe a couple of originals. Staring into your soul while they do it. They're just... <laughs> fucking oh yeah nightmare fuel it's fun because i think back now and i'm like man those were good times and i i must have at that time it must have affected the birthday atmosphere because it's like having to be in that room with those animatronics tainted the gift opening a little bit you okay. know it tainted sure. the the cake cutting a little bit it's like well i can't enjoy this cake if I'm staring at these horrifying animatronics, oh, fuck. I, 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 maybe hey, that maybe that's why I don't like the uh, uh, Neapolitan ice cream. Maybe I have some trauma response to the strawberry and these these Five Nights at Freddy looking fucks yeah. who are singing to me. You know, Charlie, Charlie ruined it for you. Charlie, I can't believe you, Charlie. Charlie cheese, and then of course. <laughs> 
Charles himself would make an appearance in his outfit, decked to the nines, and you had the opportunity to take some pictures if you so wanted to. But yeah, I mean, I went to a ton, a ton of Chuck E. Cheese birthdays as a kid, and uh, really, they were great birthdays from the uh, perspective that you just got a bunch of tokens, and you got to go hog wild with kids that you love to hang out with. It's like, what's better than hanging out in an arcade Winning prizes. It's like the only birthday party you got to go to where you walked away with a present too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, sure. And on the top of that, I feel like, I guess speaking, I'm not a parent, obviously, but speaking from a parent's perspective, it's these type of birthdays, like the McDonald's and the uh, the Chuck E. Cheese birthdays, it kind of lessens the stress for a parent, I guess. So they're not fucking around with you most of the time and telling you to shut up and stop doing things. And like, you can do, you know, be a kid at these places and fuck off right. the most of the time. And no one's like telling you no. So that's exactly. just more fun. Don't have to worry about uh, the kid breaking the, the China cabinet and yeah. all of your fine China, you know, right. your wedding China. <laughs> After this, Chuck E. Cheese, this is your problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If they cause structural damage, it's not going on my insurance claim. <laughs> I didn't pay with a credit card, so get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! Oh, what a surprise! Oh, open your present! Yeah! It's wrapped the magnificent! Hey, the rabbit pops up! Here's another one. Yeah, yeah, open mine. No mine. It's Crazy Clown and Mike. Wow, extendo legs. Oh. Open this one, dude. Come on. Oh, it's Party Reptile Leo. What does he do? Yeah. Bodacious birthday turtles. Just what I've always wanted. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So my last pick comes from 1992, and it is a series of three figures from the Playmates Ninja Turtles Bodacious Birthday Turtles line. Oh, that's a mouthful. <laughs> hey, who could have guessed? Who, who would have figured? Listen, I do try my best to steer away from these guys as much as possible, but it's the only thing I know. <laughs> so anyways, yes, this was uh, uh, a series of three figures, and it included Raph the Magnificent, Crazy Clown and Mike, and Classic Party Reptile Leo. My mom had to run into Walmart. And we weren't allowed to go in because us kids were kind of dickheads. So we all (laughs) sat outside. And this was around 1992, 1993, when people were, you know, able to leave their kids in their cars and they wouldn't get the cops called on them and stuff like that. And this was one of those nights. So she goes into Walmart and she comes back out. She has this blue plastic toy chest and it looks like a fucking treasure chest. And I remember having this toy chest for a very long time. Like, I think the first time I moved out of my house, that was when it was gotten rid of. <laughs> so I've kept it for a wow. long time. Yeah, a long time. Well, it's like Tupperware. You don't really throw Tupperware out. Yeah, you know you what I mean? get rid of it. Especially my, my mom fucking got a fucking eagle's claw grasp on these Tupperwares, dude. Um, <laughs> They're all cracked. They don't work. They don't hold anything. I keep telling her, mom, you got to yeah. get rid of it. She says no. Yeah. So she comes out with this plastic toy box. And opens it up and she got a uh, a betta fish from Walmart. And so it's like sitting there in its little plastic bag and water. And I'm just like, oh, cool, a fucking fish. Like I was already stoked. And like my siblings are in there. They're all happy. They're like, fuck yeah, fish. We're all jumping up and down in the car and all excited about the fish. And for me, out of nowhere, I don't even know why. I have no idea why. She handed me this Walmart bag and it had two figures in it. 
I just happened to be Crazy Clown and Mike and Classic Party Reptile Leo. So you can imagine how fucking excited I was after that. Probably didn't shut up the whole ride home. I still don't really know what I deserve to get these, but I'm not complaining. So uh, Playmates, they did a, a fuck ton of turtle toys. They still do them now. And this is kind of one of their oddball lines. They could get away with doing any turtle figure at that point in time and like the height of turtle mania, if you will. Like they, they could do anything. And this is one of those ones that kind of was like weird, didn't really fit. But they did it anyways. Uh, three figures. I don't really know why Donnie got the axe. But if you watch the commercial, you'll see, you know, there's four turtles. It's Raph's yep. birthday party. The other three are giving him turtle figures for his birthday party. So naturally, one of them had to bite the dust, apparently. Right, right. So I have all three of them still. The two that I got originally, I have them out of box here. And then I eventually pick up the third one, the Raph figure. Uh, I have them here. So here's Raph. No one else can see them but but you. I can um, see it. Yeah. Aren't you all missing out? Yes, you are. Yeah. So he's got this little rabbit that pops up out of his hat. Doesn't quite work the way you want it to. It's kind of uh, kind of dumb. So he's definitely like the lesser of the three, but still cool. I would say like he's fine. I still like that gimmick. I, I think that's a cool gimmick with the with the rabbit and the hat. It's classic. Yeah. You know and and. Maybe it could work a little bit better, but it is pretty cool. Right. So then I have Mikey here, Crazy Clown and Mike. He's got his little stilt legs. You just pull them out, and he's got these, like, pink peg legs that kind of make him a little taller. <laughs> uh, one of his legs is kind of wobbly. It doesn't work too well anymore. But, yeah. That's all right. You know, he, he looks like he's got some chicken legs there. It's a little... Yeah, totally. A little funny. Then this one here is my favorite. Leo is definitely... He's got, like, these pastel colors. He's, like, kind of shiny. You can't really see him here in my lighting, but um, you kind of see it, like, the light shines off of the belt a little bit, but... Oh, yeah. He's holding this little pizza... It's just kind of in his hand. He doesn't really, it doesn't go anywhere. He's got his little cone hat on. And he has, in the back of him, he has this retractable little uh, whistle. And mine's all bit oh. up. I chewed the fuck out of it when I was a kid. Was always yeah. biting on this thing. But did. yeah, still works. <whistles> He's got the little whistle oh, action fun. there. Yeah. He looks kind like a, a little pissed little... off, though. He, he looks like he's taking a dump. Dude, yeah. A little they, constipated. Um, they all kind of have this, like, angry look to him. But especially Leo. Like, Leo looks fucking irate. He's like, this ain't my fucking birthday party. Why do I care? <laughs> you know what? You know what it looks like? It looks like Donnie was intentionally not invited to this party, and Leo just caught a glimpse of him walking into the room. Like, why is this fucking guy walking into my party? Either that or, like, he was mad that he had to show up and Donnie didn't have to. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I see. There's, I'm assuming it was Leo's party. Yeah. No, it's Raph's party. Oh, like but the is figures it Raph themselves? The magi magician? Yeah. Right, yeah. That that doesn't make any sense, I guess, because like in the commercial, it's Raph's party. But if you look at Leo, Leo definitely looks like he's the birthday boy here. He definitely does. See, hmm. all right, we're, we're uncovering things 30 years later about this Turtles line. Makes that no sense. Strange. The continuity is all, is all screwed up. It's all jacked up. Yeah, it is very weird. I'm going to sue Playmates. So later on, actually last <laughs> Christmas, I... <laughs> what? <laughs> you say you're gonna Just sue? Talking. Sue yeah, playmates. I'm gonna sue Playmates. Sue them? Yeah, fuck Playmates. They make horrible <laughs> figures now. I don't know. I'll give it to them. They did make a pretty cool last Ronin figure that just came out. It's pretty sweet, and it's in the same style as their old figures. So I'll commend them for that. But they do an awful lot of using the same uh, sculpts over and over again. The new shitty sculpts that no one cares about, and repackaging and repurposing, and it's just like give it up. 
Give us some yeah, uh, playmates. Give us Why some good continuation. Why don't you send us some free shit so we can evaluate you more fairly? You know? yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so, uh, Clown and Mike, Crazy Clown and Mike, one of my buddies actually just got him for me for Christmas last year. It's still in the packaging, and the packaging itself. So, all of our listeners obviously aren't going to see this, but I don't know if you'll be able to see it either. So, the packaging kind of looks like a card. It does. It looks like a birthday card. Yeah, totally. And there's like a spot up here where you can put from and to on it. It says like, happy birthday, dude, from Mike and whoever else. It's pretty I cool. I love that. I just, yeah, uh, there's something. You're going to have to take a picture of that and uh, post it up so all of the uh, listeners can take a gander over on the Instagram. Oh, definitely. Definitely do that for our listeners. Oh, that's really cool when you boil it down. Even better is this commercial that that came with it. Now, most of the toys, they got their own commercial, yada, yada, but like some of them didn't. And I can't believe that this line did since it was such a small line. It's like they wouldn't have to push these. There's only three of them. It's not like a whole fucking series, you know what I mean? But the commercial is pretty wild. There's like a live action Raphael and you don't see the other turtles, but you know they're there. They have all their original cartoon voices. Like the actors are all there doing the voices for them. When I watch this, it's almost, I dare say, better than, like, some of the other, like, random live-action stuff Turtles were into. Like, the Coming Out of Our Shells tour, the, the mm-hmm. awful Christmas special, like, where the mouths don't even move. This one looks pretty legit. Yeah, the, the mouths were so articulated that they got them to actually blow out candles, which is super impressive for a 30-second commercial. Yeah. Oh, and did you notice there's only five candles on this this pizza? It's not a birthday cake, it's a pizza. There's only five candles on it. What the fuck's up with that? Maybe, you know, like animal years, like how dogs are seven years to our one year. Maybe maybe they're actually like six. <laughs> he's, he's five <laughs> in turtle years. Yeah, maybe it's his, you know, 60th birthday. Maybe. Maybe it is. They come out at night. They strike without warning. Oh, no! But now it's your turn to get in. Electronic Stretch Screamers. They scream when you stretch them and come back for more. And when you squeeze their heads. Electronic Stretch Screamers. Scream when you stretch them. Each sold separately. All right, before we wind down this show, Grimy, I figured it would be fun for our last segment here to talk about some of our favorite birthday gifts that we remember getting. Great idea. Uh, Great idea. There are so many in the honorable mentions category because I don't know about you. That was the thing back then. I mean, it's obviously still the thing now, but I feel like toys were maybe a little bit cheaper and like everybody bought you toys, if not a couple toys per birthday. True. And kids actually wanted them. Like now, no one wants fucking toys. Are you kidding me? You bring a kid's toy into a kid's birthday party and they're like, no iPad, no P- PS5. The fuck's wrong with you, Aunt Linda? Get out of here. Nobody it's wants so true. Shit. And I, I can't even like blame kids these days because if an iPad existed when I was their age, I, sure. I would pick the iPad 10 times, 10 times over. Of course I'm picking an yeah. iPad. I mean, I know that's like the common argument now with like us and them. And I do find it difficult to figure out exactly how I would have been as a kid had this stuff existed. But like, I don't know, man, I look at like my shelves here and I'm just like, ah, this stuff still catches my eyes more than like this stuff. 
Yeah, not not to be, you know, old men over here, because I do have younger cousins, and they do still play with toys. It's sure. just a healthy mix yeah. between actual toys and, and phones and iPads. And like I said, can't blame them. Yeah. It's cool. It's fun, especially mm-hmm. when they manage to combine iPads and toys into some weird, fun AR experience. Like, yeah, I get it. That, mm. that would have been a dream for you and I. Yeah, and there's something to be said about toys nowadays. They're not like our toys used to be, so oh, I think no. that's they're like the so big thing. They're so much better. Yeah. When they're good, they're good. Yeah, yep, agreed. So what were some of your favorite toys that you got when you were having a birthday? Well, I was doing a lot, a lot of digging, and I think where I landed was my favorites off the top of my head being the Stretch Screamers. From uh, from the Stretch Screamers line that came out in the early 2000s. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you have any recollection of these? Or So I never had any Stretch Screamers. I think the only Stretch Screamer item I had was on oh, whatever restaurant had them for a toy. I think it was, was it Wendy's? McDonald's. McDonald's no, McDonald's. Had it was, oh, yeah. Shit. I am looking here, and I guess McDonald's got their own version of them in 2003, but I guess they might have also had one additional line maybe the following year, 2004, maybe Mm -hmm. even 2005. Um, But yeah, so they were popular enough that they got their own McDonald's version of the toy. And the McDonald's ones are fine. The real deal, way better. Oh, yeah. So again, this was one of these uh, birthdays where... My mom was probably sort of at a loss and kind of just took me to Toys R Us and was like, okay, what are we getting? What do you want for your birthday? You know what I mean? Because sometimes that happened where it was like I didn't have a list or my interests were changing so rapidly that I think she just was like, I can't keep up with this kid. Let's just let him figure (laughs) it out on his own, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. So I remember going to Toys R Us with her after school one day. And she let me pick out a couple of them. So I ended up coming home with the werewolf stretch screamer and uh, they called him the ghoul. But for all intents and purposes, it was just Ghostface from Scream. Okay, yeah, I'm just like I'm looking at him right now and he's kind of got some things going on with him. He's got a very uh, similar ghost face mask on but he's draped in what looks like mummy cloth yeah and that's so (laughs) see that's like the weirdest part about it but there's also if you notice on his legs in the picture i sent you he's got buckles so it's like is he a mummy or is he got you know the uh the early 2000s new metal thing going on like is he yeah. wearing some hot topic he's got the trip nyc jeans on yeah <laughs> he's got all the suspenders and shit and oh yeah i could see it now so the fun thing about the stretch screamers is that they were what i'm calling a half and half figure uh they were like at least a foot tall if not maybe even a oh, little yeah. bit bigger than that they were they were big yeah they're big the bottom half was a standard non-movable action figure base right so their legs and their hands were molded plastic yep. yeah so the top half was basically a stretch armstrong and it was just squishy and it felt sort of like a stress ball at times um, and you could really stretch them and do whatever you wanted with the top half. Mm-hmm. But the real interesting thing about these figures is that the heads still molded to the rest of the upper top half. 
uh, you know, torso. Uh, you could squeeze the heads and in this particular one, the ghoul, the mouth is an open hole. And when you squeezed it, this like ball would pop out of it. Oh. And it was filled with like a glittery looking fluid. I, I It sounds really gross describing it that way. But think of the, the little squishy toys that you would get from oh, like. Oh, yeah. From like SeaWorld and stuff on your class trip. Yeah. 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 Totally. From, from like a gift shop. So yeah. again, adults all thought that they were really lame back then. The little SeaWorld toys, the gift, you know, the, the gift shop toys, they didn't want to buy it for us. But when it was put in an actual, like, big-ass figure like this, it was more acceptable. Oh, yeah. So my mom had no problem buying these because it was basically just a big old action figure that also did the cheap toy thing that you would get from, like, a, a gift shop, which was awesome. Sure, yeah. And true to their screamer name in the title, they did scream. So you could turn it on, and when you slapped it around, it would scream as you hit it, and it would it would just you know make a lot of noise. I don't know. It hit at the right time when I was starting to get sort of interested in scary things and monsters, and they were just kitty enough that like this scratched that itch, but it kind of led me down the path uh, where I am today, where I just love horror movies. So got to throw it to Stretch Screamers. I loved these things. I mean, who the fuck wouldn't want Hot Topic fucking Scream Face or Ghost Face, <laughs> whatever you want to call it? Ghoul Man. Ghoul Man. Oh, man. So good. This is like, when did you say these things came out? Early 2000s. Early the 2000s. The McDonald's line was 2003, so I want to say I picked one up either about 2002 or 2003. Mm. So this is like the equivalent of an early 2000s Sharpan Joe. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is totally Sharp Hand yeah. Joe energy. 100%. So, good. so that was my choice. What about you? What was one of your favorite birthday presents? Okay, so I uh, dug a little deeper, and I'm just going to gloss over these really, really quick. I didn't want to just tell you all about all the turtle figures I have on my walls, because that's really where <laughs> it would have gone if I wouldn't have thought this through. So one... I don't know if you guys remember that little story I told you in our Christmas episode last year where my one uncle got me a karate lesson for free for my gift. So oh, that, yeah. So that same uncle kind of redeemed himself. He got me this. It's a Nerf gun, and I'm seeing that they might have been produced by someone else that wasn't Nerf, but under the same name as Nerf. It looks like it says Aviva. Aviva Sports is what it says here. But if you type in Nerf, like this thing pops up. So I'm assuming it's it's from Mattel and they're, you know, it same counts. thing. So this thing is the Ultimator. It's a foam missile launcher. And this thing, I mean, it's humongous. It's like a bazooka. It comes with two of these giant fucking missiles. It has like the, the tip is orange, the back, it's, it's black. And it's just like a, a small one, but, you know, about 50 times the size. And it has these really sweet looking yellow wings. It's kind of got the uh, the old composite notebook kind of oh yeah print on it, but in yellow and purple, which looks amazing. Uh, yeah, he got me this. My parents were not thrilled about it. Receiving this for like probably my seventh or eighth birthday party. And uh, we were shooting it out in his backyard. And I mean, this thing, it like went over top of his fucking house. It was so powerful. Oh, yeah. I don't know much about these things now, and I borderline forgot that it existed. I'm sure it was something that hit the shelves and quickly disappeared because people were pissed off about them. Like, it's one of them, you know, the powerful super soaker bit where, like, they're just too much 
parents were mad or it was causing too much harm or something. Like I remember getting this thing taken away from me very quickly. I feel like uh, Tim the Tool Man made this thing. They're like, okay, more so power. how about this? Yeah, <laughs> more power. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know what this sort of reminds me of just quickly is it's got a similar form factor almost to the Nintendo Super Scope. Yes, it does look very uh, Nintendo Super Scope S for the uh, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I actually never put that together, but it's very, very different colors. But different uh, colors, but it's, same it's shape. It's got the same idea to it. I mm-hmm. feel like yeah, the double handle and uh, wow, yeah. Now that you're saying that, totally. Yeah, this thing's badass. I'm I'm going to assume they drew inspiration. One or the other did for the other. Like oh yeah, longest shot up to seventy feet. Big blast and sound and awesome accuracy. I love how they're describing this on, on the package. It's, it's, ugh. And one last bit here about the package. The logo for the Ultimator. Did you notice what they're doing with the O? They're kind of doing a Predator Oh, yeah, thing. the Predator thing. Yeah, totally. Oh, they got the, uh, yeah, with the scoped the out scope. O. Yeah. Huh. This is badass. I, I could totally you know, see actually, being obsessed with this as a kid. It's in the same exact font as Predator. I think you're right. I think you're right. Wow. I wonder if this was supposed to be sort of a Predator tie-in and they're like, no, that's not for kids. Wow. I never put that and I never put two and two together. It's totally ripping off Predator. Right? Exact same like giant font, like that squared off military font. And then on the O, it has the fucking scope. Wow. You just uncovered some shit there, bud. Hmm. Wonder if this ties into Predator 2 with Gary Busey. Is this a Gary Busey gun? (laughs) Gary Busey and his fucked up face. Oh my god. So good. <laughs> Not so true fact of the day. The Ultimator was designed for kids who love Predator. <laughs> and Gary Busey. <laughs> and Gary Busey. For kids who love Gary Busey. <laughs> oh shit. So yeah, that that was that was one thing I remember. The other thing non-turtle related that I also really really enjoyed for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Um, now I didn't know anything about X-Men back in the day and I still really don't. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge X-Men enthusiast, I guess. I like the stuff, but I'm not like constantly looking it up. This figure, one of my aunts got it for me for, I want to say my sixth birthday party at my house. It was an X-Men 2099 figure. And this guy is metalhead. He's just like giant Hulk looking dude. He's got, like, the ripped-up pants, no shirt on top, and he's, like, half bronze, half silver. He looks fucking, like, amazing, really. He's just a chunky-ass figure. Chunky figures back in the day. They just felt cooler than having, like, this little skinny Spider-Man figure or the, uh, you know, your typical Bendem figure or whatever, these little skinny pipsqueaks. And this thing, this thing's, like, giant. He's huge. Oh, he's chunky. He's a chunky, thick boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I didn't really know much about X-Men, but I still really enjoyed playing with him a lot. He instantly joined the Turtles' nemesis team, and I don't know, he was a lot of fun. And that was part of the joys of being given a random toy back in the day. It might be a hit, might be a miss, but when it hit, it was, you know, a big hit. A hit. All right, here's my last thing I'll mention for this show, because it just jogged my memory when you said hit. Hit clips! Hit clips. Hit clips. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You will pay $20 for five seconds of one song. <laughs> well, that's where I'm going with this. I yeah. was with my uncle picking out my toys for my birthday. I'm, I'm realizing throughout this episode, I guess that was a big theme in my life. <laughs> my that's family right. taking me places saying, pick it out. 
I picked up hit clips, specifically in sync hit clips. All right, I was just going to say, it had to have been in sync, you fucker. <laughs> I fucking loved in sync. And okay, here's the deal. Like you just said, $20 for five seconds of a song. My uncle looked at the price and then he looked two inches to the right and saw the full album the CD? of No oh, Strings yeah. Attached. <laughs> and he says, I am not buying you hit clips. I will buy you the full album. And I was like, you don't get it. <laughs> the clips are what make this hip. Okay. Yeah. I need it on a clip. <laughs> he said, too bad. I'm not buying the hit clip. I'm just buying you the album. <laughs> and I, I, oh I was God. a little annoyed in the moment, but it turned out to be one of the better uh, gifts I also got back in the day because I love sync, specifically the No Strings Attached album. And I might not have ever had that experience had I not picked up a hit clip and had been told, no, I'm not spending a ridiculous amount of money on a fraction of a song. Right. You know, when we were kids, we didn't realize how stupid hit clips were, though. You know, like, looking back now, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking dumb. But, like, when you're there at the time, everybody else is getting them. as hell. Yeah, man. It's like a gigapet, (laughs) but it plays music instead. And it's like, it's the next thing. It's the thing above a gigapet. Like, you're getting a little more mature. Here's an in sync little fucking clip that you put in here and you can <laughs> listen to five seconds of the song on the bus over and over again. <sighs> so yeah, between Stretch Screamers, an in sync album, a Predator Gun, and a Chunky Boy, <laughs> those are some of our favorite gifts from when we were kids. How many closer will use you for target practice? <laughs> I don't think so. This is the Ultimator. Ultimator. The most powerful in the world. Ultimate size. Ultimate distance. 70 feet. All right, so that was our happy birthday episode. <laughs> what are we even calling this? Is it happy? Oh, this is Derek's birthday party episode. This is Derek's episode, uh, and you're all living in my world, so yeah. deal with it. This is we'll we'll go the friends route and say that this is the one where it's Derek's birthday. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever the fuck this was, uh, this was it, and it's been kind of a fun time reminiscing about McDonald's birthday parties, uh, Gary Busey guns, and hit clips, all the the good fun stuff that we got to experience as kids, and we hope that you had a lot of fun listening too. I'm sure you did. It was a great, fun episode, but we were just talking about this offline. Boy, that Halloween season really wiped <laughs> us out. <laughs> yep. It so did. we needed a good, easy one that we could just kind of coast through, you know? Absolutely. Just a little coasting. Absolutely. And as much as I love diving into the next holiday, this was kind of a breath of fresh air. I really enjoyed this a lot. And I can easily see doing a part two or even part three of this one if. The demand is there, so... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we have birthdays every year, so maybe we do one for your birthday. Yeah, every year. Yeah, we don't skip Every one. single year. So, if you did enjoy this, make sure you are letting us know in comments and Instagram if we're posting these things. Like them motherfuckers up and post some comments. We love comments. We love interacting with you on social media. Speaking of which... 
join the leftover pizza club over on Facebook. We're constantly there. We got a chat going about the holidays right now. And believe it or not, it's fucking bumping over there. We're talking about pilgrim food, killing turkeys, all kinds of fun shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure any any day now I'm going to be talking about uh, holiday wish books and and, and catalogs over there. That's that's on the horizon. We got to start thinking forward. Got to start talking Black Friday. Uh, speaking of Black Friday, we have been putting a couple little things up over on the website in our new store. We've been dropping a couple t-shirts here and there, so check that out. It's the store on leftoverpizzaclub.com, but that's also where we post all of our episodes and our articles, and uh, you can catch us over on Twitter, which I don't know how long that's going to last. It seems like after Elon Musk bought it, that's going down in flames, baby, (laughs) but... Yeah, you can check us out there if you want. Leftover Pizza Club, LFT, Ove, I don't know. Fucking look it up. It's on the website. (laughs) (laughs) And Leftover Pizza Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, believe it or not. We have a TikTok too. But uh, like Grimey said, if you like us, subscribe. Because I see a few of you listening and you don't even subscribe. How are you going to know when we have new episodes out? And if you are subscribed, if you haven't rated us, why? Please. It really it helps. helps. We've only got like 15 rates on, I think, Spotify or maybe it was Apple Podcasts. I can't remember. But man, we see people listening and we see the amount. Help us out. Help a, help a brother out. Yeah, all you got to do is click those stars and just, you know, just, just tap the stars. Tap the stars. Yeah, tap make the sure stars. it's the one with all five. Yeah, yeah, all five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything less, you're dead to me. That's, you don't even have to comment. For my birthday, for my birthday, five stars. Oh, Come on. Perfect. Come yeah, on. reel them, reel them right in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sucker them in. Uh, well, I think with that, that was our birthday show. I am Derek. And I am Grimy. And you have just listened to the Leftover Pizza Podcast. And we'll catch you next time. Yeah, buddy. Don't play that fucking Beatles song. Today's don't play your that- birthday. Don't do it. We're not going to have a good time. <laughs> Fuck the Beatles. It's a birthday rap. Have fun on your special day. Have fun with your friends. Fun with your family. If you keep them separate, keep the party happening. Don't think about your birthday's ass weird. I'm pretty sure my parents have never had said. It's a birthday rap. It's a birthday rap. I want my baby to come back, yes I want my baby to be